Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome back to Restoration of Women's Virtues Live. I'm Chesley, and this is Pastor Mary Jean Pigeon, yes. founding pastor of uh, West Houston <laughs> Christian Center, along with her wonderful husband, Pastor Jack. Uh, we're glad that you're with us today. Just a reminder, last week we talked about um, framing our worlds with our words. That's a little bit of a tongue twister. <laughs> that but right. that we have the ability to literally frame the world around us with a rhema word of God. And that was according to Hebrews 11.3. Uh, so we hope that y'all have been practicing that, that you've gotten some good scriptures to be speaking forth, to uh, frame the atmospheres of your home, to frame the life that you dream of, that God has for you. And just as an example, I have been using um, Philippians 4, 7, that says, And the peace of God, which pass, passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. And I just speak that peace Amen. over my household, over my own mind, that no matter what's going on in the world, I just thank God that I can walk in peace and show His love because I know that to be true. So Pastor Mary Jean's going to share Amen. some awesome things about the power of God's Word, and we'll get into it. That's so good to hear your testimonies, Chesley, because <laughs> uh, the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will surround our hearts and minds. And it reminds me that the Bible says that the seed whose fruit is righteousness mm -hmm. is sown in peace. So the devil will really try to come and steal our Amen. peace. Amen. And so the fact that you're a guardian of your household yes. and watching over that peace is wonderful. <laughs> well, I, I wanted to, I know last time we, we left off with... Um, uh, Hebrews 11, 3, by faith we understand that the worlds were uh, formed and fashioned by a word, a rhema, a revelation word of God. And um, before we move on with the, someday we are going to get through all these scriptures <laughs> that we have on this piece of paper. And Chesley doesn't have much confidence that we'll get past one or two today. So <laughs> we have a lot of words to share. There are a lot of words to share. <laughs> you know, I'm like the Amplified Bible. The, the women's Bible is the Amplified Bible. <laughs> but I, that these are just some thoughts that have been on my mind. And um, I had uh, thought of, reminded myself of Galatians 4, verses 4 and 5, where it says, But when the fullness of the time was come, God sent forth his son made of a woman made under the law to redeem them that were under the law that we might receive the adoption we might receive the adoption of sons. And that, that scripture many years ago uh, apprehended me, if you will, <clears throat> caught my attention. And I thought, well, in the fullness of time, because see, we we're coming, if you will, the signs are showing that we're coming into the fullness of time again. Mm -hmm. And in the fullness of time, God sent forth his son, who literally in that scripture made himself of a woman. And so I realized in reading that, that, that women are going to play an important role mm -hmm. in the return of Christ. And of course, the bride of Christ, the body of Christ, the church is in that, that positional role mm -hmm. as the female part. Mm -hmm. And uh, so <clears throat> it's important that you and I as women really attend to ourselves mm -hmm. and come into alignment with what God's word says the female aspect of the Godhead. Mm -hmm. You know, what was our part? Well, we've done episodes earlier and you can go back online and see those, uh, the female part of the Godhead. And um, and then Jesus tells us in the fullness of time when the, the times are coming to an end that there's going to be a kingdom versus kingdom. Mm -hmm. 
So what we're talking about in the power that's in God's word, and we're building confidence in the power that's in God's word, uh, what we're talking about is the kingdom of God, and it's versing the kingdom of Satan. Satan's got a kingdom out there, right. and he's networked a, a system of living, and we're all raised in that system of living until we get born again. Mm -hmm. When we get born again, all of a sudden we can see and enter into the kingdom of God. Amen. And um, so <clears throat> God's kingdom operates differently than, than the world kingdom, the Satan's kingdom. God's kingdom operates by seed time and harvest. Mm -hmm. uh -uh, I'm, I'm building a platform here. We'll get yes. to the point in a minute. <laughs> but seed time and harvest, well, the seed... It, well, in, in Genesis 8, 22, it says he told Noah, while the earth remains, seed time and harvest and cold and heat and summer and winter and day and night shall not cease. So seed time and harvest. God's kingdom is an agricultural kingdom. Mm -hmm. You plant a seed, you watch it, you water it and you grow it. Mm -hmm. And and then uh, we see that the, the word and when Jesus came along, Matthew 13, mm -hmm. he, in fact, he said, if you don't know this parable, you won't understand any, any of the parables. Mm -hmm. But it, uh, the, 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 the parable of the sower of the seed right. is in Matthew 13, it's in Mark 4, and it's in Luke 8. So it's three times in the Gospels. Amen. And <clears throat> so it's an important parable. Yes. You might all go read it. <laughs> Not right now, but later. <laughs> and um, so the, the word in that, in, those, in that parable, he talks about how the sower sows the seed and the birds come immediately steal it away. There's different aspects to that parable that we're not going to get into today. But, but the point being that in that, when he explains it, the word was the seed mm -hmm. when man hears the word and, and the ground is our heart. Amen. So when we sow the seed of the word of God into our own hearts, it causes a transformation in us. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, years back, I went to a nutritionist and he told me that the, the Word of God would change your DNA. Wow. That amazed me. Mm -hmm. uh, no, not the Word of God. He said cancer. cancer I'm sorry, been. I got that backwards. <laughs> I said the Word of God. <laughs> <Amen>. <laughs> cancer will change your DNA. Mm -hmm. And I thought, well, wow, if cancer can change your DNA, how much more can God's Word, yeah. if it's the what He created the whole world out of, remember, we've seen that. Mm -hmm. He created the whole world and all the universes out of a spoken word. Yes. Well, how much more can it change our DNA? Right. And so that's why we're wanting to develop such a confidence in that. And in the day that we live in with the viruses and pandemics and all these experts speaking about science, and, and one of their criticisms is, especially of a Christian, maybe wanting to use your faith, that, that we're deniers of science. Mm -hmm. we're, we're not denying their science. We just have a science that, that reigns above that. Well, God made science. He did. <laughs> and he, he, is, he is the scientist. He's the scientist. The biggest scientist there is. <laughs> but I looked up the definition for science. It's a knowledge or a system of knowledge covering general truths or the operation of general laws especially as obtained and tested through scientific method. Mm -hmm. This is basically what we're doing here with the Word of God. The state of knowing knowledge, knowledge as distinguished from ignorance or misunderstanding. And you know, there's scriptures that say, uh, my people perish for lack of knowledge. Yeah. And um, so if you don't have a knowledge of how things work in the spiritual realm, 
then that's where you would perish. Mm -hmm. This is a science. This is a science of the kingdom of God, not the right. kingdom of God's of this world, mm -hmm. of not the kingdom of Satan's world. That's the natural man's kingdom. And there's there's some truths out there. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like remember in Exodus when um, uh, God said, tell Aaron to throw his, his rod down and it turned into a serpent. Mm -hmm. And the magicians came right. from the kingdom of Egypt and threw their rod down mm -hmm. and they became serpents. Well, it didn't look like there was a big difference until Aaron's rod, Aaron's serpent swallowed up right. their serpents. And that's what we want. That's what, that's where we want to get up to a higher level. Mm -hmm. We want to get up to that place where we have confidence that when we speak that word of God, it's swallowing up what Satan's trying right. to do in the natural. Because there's life in the word of God and life swallows up death. That's true. And death would be equal to a lie that you're believing or a, a wound that you have that's not been healed or a sickness that... Anything that's is, not wholeness. Right. So... That's true. God's Word is Very powerful. good. And then I was reminded of uh, the state of knowing and knowledge. Knowledge as distinguished from ignorance or misunderstanding. You know what hurts me, Jesse, is there's so many people that don't have a clue what we're talking about. Yeah. And it can change their lives forever. Mm -hmm. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. When I think of the, the blessings that have come our way because we knew the Word of God, because we knew that Jesus Christ came and died for us, because we've known these things, yes. because we knew to bring the tithe to the storehouse. Amen. <laughs> the blessings that have come our way because it helps to remove the obstacles out of the way. So God wants to bless. He yes. wants to bless. Well, um, also in Romans 8, 2, you said his word is spirit and life. Mm -hmm. Romans 8, 2, the law of the spirit of life his word, spirit and life, right. the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus, in the anointed one, mm -hmm. in the anointed Jesus, hath made me free from the law of sin and death. Amen. See, the devil operates in the realm of the law of sin and death. Mm -hmm. The Holy Ghost operates in the realm of the law of the spirit of life. Amen. And Jesus came to fulfill that law. Yes, yes, not he did. Not to do away with it. So it's like the enemy is working to get us to do anything or live any way that would put us under the law of sin and death. And True. Jesus and his truth and the renewing of our minds and thinking in a new, higher way than what we used to before we accepted him brings us into the law of spirit and life. It's, it's just beautiful. <laughs> it, I just love hearing you expound, Chesley, because... Uh, <laughs> I just, I just, you, you've caught it, you know, you've caught the, you're doing it, you Amen. caught it, you're growing, and it just thrills my heart. Well, God has transformed my life. And Makes that's, me think of the Apostle the John when he said, it, it, it gives me good pleasure when I see you're walking in the truth. <laughs> you know, that's what, it gives the Father that good pleasure yes. when he sees us walking in, the, when he hears us talking about this. Let me just tell you, when you sit, when we sit and talk and share about the Word of God, mm -hmm. He comes, he comes in yes. fullness. Expect healings. Amen. Expect revelation. Expect the newness of life as we're just sitting here talking about it. Because mm -hmm. he shows up when we talk about him. Amen. Remember the two guys on the road to Emmaus? Yes. He just showed up. Yes. That's exciting. <laughs> so now we can get to our paper. Okay. <laughs>
We'll get to our paper. We will finish the power and the word of God. Well, we may not finish today, but <laughs> we may not ever finish, but because there will always be more. <laughs> well, that's true. You can't ever finish. So we were in. Uh, we saw Hebrews eleven three that the 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 worlds were framed, fashioned, put in order, and equipped for their intended purpose mm-hmm. uh, by the word of God the rhema word of God, so that we can see what we see was not made out of things that are visible. Don't forget that was the revelation word, the rhema word uh, that that changes things, that frames and fashions. You need a revelation of it. When you have a revelation of something, it establishes you in it. It's like uh, wisdom and understanding. Wisdom leads you to the right place, but understanding gets your feet solid in the ground there. Mm-hmm. And that's important. Hebrews 4.12, this is the Amplified. For the word logos that God speaks is alive and full of power. Yes, amen. Making it active. Now, this is important here. For the word that God speaks is alive. His Hebrews 4.12 in the Amplified. For the word, the logos that God speaks is, is alive and full of power, making it active, operative, energizing, and effective. It's full of power Yes, that makes it active, operative, energizing, and effective. Wow. There's different words, you know, uh, the, those words right there, full of power, that word for power. There's different words for power in the um, New Testament. And this one, we get our word energy from. Energeus, or I don't don't know, I I don't speak Greek, so (laughs) some people accuse me of it, but I don't speak Greek. (laughs) But uh, it's a we do get our word for energy from that, Mm -hmm. and making it active, operative, energizing, and effective. So the word of God, the power in it is energizing, Mm -hmm. and it is sharper than any two-edged sword, penetrating to the dividing line of the breadth of the life of life, the soul and the immortal spirit and of joints and marrow, that is of the deepest parts of our nature, exposing and sifting and analyzing and judging the very thoughts and purposes of our heart. Wow. Do you have that? Do you have that? Yes. Just read it out of the King James so we can kind of get it down. Okay. Uh, In the King James, it says, For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow, and it is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Amen. But to know, it's going to be important here when we go to the next scripture that we realize that this word is full of power. It's energy. It has, it's an energy, uh, um, cause in the next verse we're in, it would be in James five sixteen. Mm-hmm. You want me to read that one? Well, do you have it in the Amplified? I do. Yes. It says, confess to one another, therefore your faults, your slips, your false steps, your offenses, your sins, and pray also for one another that you may be healed and restored to a spiritual tone and mind and heart, of mind and heart. The earnest, heartfelt, continued prayer of a righteous man makes tremendous power available, dynamic in its working. So that right there, dynamic and tremendous power, mm-hmm. is the same word up here that says it's full of power. It's an energy power, earnest 
earnest heartfelt continued, the earnest heartfelt continued is effectually fervent mm -hmm. and the word of God is effectually fervent. So if, if you want to put those two together, you'll see that uh, the word that God speaks is effectually fervent and the earnest heartfelt continued prayer of a righteous man is effectually fervent. Mm -hmm. So when a righteous man is praying the word of God, mm -hmm. it's, it's, the, it's that dynamic in mm -hmm. its working. It's the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man. Amen. It is the word of God. Yes. Amen. So you, you can just see it's kind of like the little amoebas or the little viruses or the little bacteria. The word of God is quick and it's, it's moving all yes. the time, working. And I, I love the, um, the in, in Psalm 45, it talks about uh, my heart burst its banks, the river of life, and it's, it burst its banks. And he said, and then he said, he opens his tongue as the pen of a ready writer. And I give, I shape the river into words. Mm -hmm. So if you want to look at that, the river of life is always moving. Right. And the Bible opens with a river and it closes with a river. Mm -hmm. So it's the river coming out of the throne. It's a river of life. And we shape that into words. You know, when you, when you pray peace over your household, mm -hmm. what are you, you're call, you're, you're shaping, you're showing the river of life where to go and what to do. Yes. In a sense. Yes. And, and the word literally what you're asking the for. Yes. Yeah. Amen. So we, we have so much at our, at our fingertips. Mm -hmm. We have so much to work with. Yes. That without knowledge, we wouldn't know. I love this scripture in the, I think it's in the Proverbs. Wisdom, a wise man is strong, but a man of knowledge increases strength. Mm. So it is, it's one thing to be wise and to come to Christ and, but as you learn and discover what all he's offered for us. It's always more, more, more. Yeah. And that's how God is. Yeah. He's all, like just he's when too we big think, for us to yeah. exhaust. There's always more with yeah. him. <laughs> that's true. And the more we study, the more we learn. And the more we give attention to it, the more it's going to work for us. And pretty soon you're not afraid of what's going to come mm -hmm. because you know you can apprehend it by the spirit. Right. And even if, you know, because sometimes bad things happen and sometimes we don't understand why right. something happened. But even still, it's there's nothing like knowing that even in the worst case scenario that could it's happen in come the out world, okay. God's going to take care of me. It's all going to be okay. <laughs> I, I remember, Jesse, uh, a couple of years back, there was hurricanes that came. Mm -hmm. And um, I don't remember the names of them. They're always named after a woman, but I don't remember the names Except of Harvey. them. Harvey. Huh? Harvey was... Harvey. Oh, yeah. Harvey was the worst. And that was <laughs> a man's name. So, <laughs> But um, I remember, you know, and I was practicing what I preach, of speaking to the hurricane and talking to it. And I know all the Christians were doing that, that knew to do that. And, um, but, but I think it was Rita. Anyway, she came anyway mm -hmm. and we didn't have a whole lot of damage or anything, but, um, the power went out for like four days. Mm -hmm. Fortunately, God had us ready because about a few years before that we had purchased a generator Nice. and we discovered we had it in our garage. And so we were able to at least plug in a refrigerator mm -hmm. and have a cup of coffee once in a while or mm -hmm. something. 
So anyway, it was it was Saturday night, and I was it was hot, and the power's out, and I go into the den. It's just pitch black in there, and I'm really disappointed in the Lord because I felt like I had done my part, mm-hmm. and He didn't do His part. <laughs> and I'm like, Lord, Lord, I feel like I'm in the upper echelons of hell. Where are you? And He very clearly said, I'm right on the other side of your faith. Mm. And I went, oh. Oh my, where's my faith? You know, it really made me, it really quickened me to pay attention to what am I really believing for? Mm -hmm. Sometimes we think we're believing, but we're really pushing back at something out of fear. Mm -hmm. And a prayer, uh, you can declare and decree out of fear and it's not going to be the same thing Mm -hmm. as when you declare and decree out of faith. Mm -hmm. And uh, anyway, when he said that, it quickened me and kind of made me sit up straight and take new notice of things. Mm-hmm. By the next day, a cold front had come in. I'm sitting outside with a cup of coffee, reading my Bible, having a <laughs> wonderful day. I'm just saying if we'll wait, yeah. if we'll wait and see, when you get on down the road a little bit, you're going to look back and see all the blessings that were in the midst of the trouble that you thought was mm-hmm. so devastating. That's so true. Yes. And that's so just wait, wait on the Lord, wait and give him a chance to prove himself out. Yeah. You know, I think those are some of the times that we, once we get past a certain point, when we do look back, it's like, those are some of the times where you might say you felt God more near than ever right, before, right, you know, right. and, and sometimes you have to get through a little bit of it to recognize it. Well, the, that's when you, uh, the, the beauty of the Word of Faith message is that we get to understand some things. We get to understand His science and how it operates. And it's kind of like an electrician. I, I don't know anything about electricity. I know to plug in the plug mm-hmm. and it makes things work. <laughs> but the electrician knows why it makes things work. Mm-hmm. Well, we get to learn some of that stuff, but you never get past the point of needing to trust God. Amen. That's true. I like to understand I, and I seek and so, seek after understanding all the time because mm-hmm. I want to understand because it does make me stronger. Right. And yet I don't always get to understand. Sometimes right. I just have to trust the Lord. Yes. So. I think we have to be at a point where or I get to trust the Lord. Lee. Amen. We do. And I think that we have to be at a point where we want Jesus. We need Jesus more than we want or need to understand. Right. Yes. Yes. But it's okay to want to understand. But if we don't get to that, as long as we yeah. say, we need him. <laughs> I remember <laughs> these are stories, but I tell you stories because I want you to know I've been where you are, a lot of you, and um, these are these have answers to them. Mm-hmm. But when we started tithing, Pastor Jack and I, we started tithing. Uh, I'd seen it in the scriptures. You know, if we tithe, he'd open the windows of heaven. I said, "Ooh, Jack, did you see that? We need to do that." <laughs> so we, I was looking to be able to buy my kids shoes mm-hmm. when they needed them, not save up for three months till they needed them. Mm-hmm. And um, so anyway, we start tithing and a couple of months go by and we had our worst month ever. And then a couple more months go by and another worst month. So I'm getting a little disappointed in mm-hmm. the Lord. And I think it's best to always be honest with God. I do too. Just yes. be honest with me. He's, he's not surprised and he can handle it and, and he will correct you mm-hmm. and you need that. A lot of times. Right. And so I'm laying across the bed one day and I'm almost like, you know, Lord, I feel like we've done our part and you, and you have not done your part here. <laughs> and so, and I just, I just don't think this is right. We, we brought our tithe to the storehouse and, and, and he just said, you just think I'm some kind of Santa Claus, don't you? 
you just crawl up in my lap and ask me for what you want. And, and, and this is before I knew you can ask and receive. You know, I didn't know a lot of these things. And um, I did not know it was his will for us to prosper. But I was hoping when I saw that scripture about the tithe. Mm-hmm. And he said, you just want to crawl up in my lap and, and like a Santa Claus. And, and I'm supposed to give you whatever you ask for. He said, what if it's my will that you not prosper past where you are right now? He said, would you still serve me? Mm. I went, hmm. I don't know. <laughs> I said, I don't know, Lord. I have to think about that. <laughs> Can you imagine? And finally, I laid there for a minute and I thought about it. And I said, no, I'll, I'll still serve you, Jesus. Yeah. I would rather have you than prosperity. Yeah. But I needed to, I'm not saying that's for everybody. Mm-hmm. That was for me at the moment because right. my point of going into that was to prosper to buy shoes for my kids. Mm-hmm. And that seems innocent enough, but he needed to, he had, that's kind of like that Syrophoenician woman. He had to correct my motive mm-hmm. so my faith would work. Mm-hmm. He made an, a readjustment in my thinking, a paradigm shift so my faith could work. Well, it's almost like that was maybe originally driven by fear, like it fear was, yeah. that I'm not gonna not enough. have yeah. more than this, or I'm not, we're not gonna have enough. And, and I think what you said in an earlier story about uh, speaking the word, if you're doing it out of fear or faith, like you said, just be honest with God. And, and sometimes if we are getting frustrated and we think that we're doing all the right things and it's not working, we just ask him. Right. He's, he's so open and happy Show. for us to come and ask and even say, I'm disappointed or I'm, I feel right. let down. What is this? Because then he can either correct a motive mm-hmm. or redirect us to a different scripture or, I mean, it could be anything. He, he's he so can creative. show us the obstacles that are in the <laughs> right. way and we can uh, move them out of the way. I remember one time in praying for a person and y'all have all heard this story so many times, but um, Eight years I'm praying for this person and Mm -hmm. it never changes. And I had come to the place in my walk with God that I realized that there's victory in Jesus. And so I I just said, Lord, I'm not praying for him anymore till you show me how to pray because I know there's victory in Jesus and I'm not getting it. Mm -hmm. I must be doing something wrong. So many times our religious mind will say, well, God said no, or God's not doing it, or Mm -hmm. Or it's not not for everybody, or it's not his will. But um, let every man be made a liar, but God's word be made true. It's true. Amen. So if it says it in the word, it's there. It's true. It's his will. And it's for you. Amen. We might get another scripture done here. Um, John 663, you've already spoken that one. Mm-hmm. It's the spirit that gives life. He is the life giver. The flesh conveys no benefit, whatever. There is no profit in it. The words, truths, the rhema, the words that I have been speaking to you are spirit and life. Mm-hmm. So the word of God, you know, over here we saw the, the word of God itself. This, this whole Bible is the logos. Mm-hmm. When I read something and it quickens and goes, comes alive inside of me, that becomes a rhema. The Word of God itself, the Logos Word of God is alive and full of power. It's energetic. The Word on itself can stand alone and accomplish a lot. Yes. But if it's going to uphold me, it needs to come into me and become a rhema. Mm -hmm. And Jesus said here, 
These are the words that are life-giving. It's the spirit that gives life. The flesh conveys no benefit, whatever. There is no profit in it. The words, the rhema words that I have been speaking to you are spirit and life. Wow. So Jesus came and uh, he is the word made flesh, the logos. Mm -hmm. But then again, he spoke rhema words. Mm -hmm. And those, it's when it says faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God, mm -hmm. the hearing comes from a rhema word. Amen. So when you and I are talking here, Chessie, and we're talking out of our, our, our knowledge and experience with this word, mm -hmm. it's a rhema word. Yeah. And it's creating faith in the people that hear. Yes. Because it's coming out of revelation. If we were just here reading a Logos word mm -hmm. and we really hadn't experienced it, we yeah. haven't been there, but we're telling you that you ought to go there because it says it ought to <laughs> work. Yeah. We're not going to create faith. Amen. Faith comes because we know that we know that we know. Yes. And we know that we know we that know. we know, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. Yes. We know that we know that we know. <laughs> This is the truth, and knowing the truth will set you free. Amen. Why don't you read Philippians for us? Okay. You got it there? Mm-hmm. It says, Holding out to it an offering to all men the word of life, Logos, so that in the day of Christ I may have something of which exultantly to rejoice and glory in that I did not run my race in vain or spend my labor to no purpose. He's talking to him about the world, that we are lights that shine in the world mm -hmm. and we hold out to it the word of life. Amen. So that in the day of Christ, we may have something to rejoice about. Yes. This is not in vain. So let's read Acts twenty thirty two. We're just reading these scriptures because we're building confidence in the in the energy, the the dunamis miracle working power, the authority that's in the word of God, all the powers of God. Did you know, Chessie, that all the powers of God were released to raise Jesus from the dead? Amen. The resurrection power. That, that's a resurrection power. And he said, and the, the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in us and quickens our mortal body. Mm -hmm. And the law of the spirit of life in Christ sets us free from the law of sin and death. Those scriptures are so rich and so, so powerful that I, I can't even wrap my brain around yeah. them sometimes. Yeah. That's worthy of your meditation. <laughs> yes. Okay. So Acts 20 verse 32. Mm -hmm. says, and now, brethren, I commit to you, God, I deposit you in his charge, entrusting you to his protection and care. And I commend you to the word of his grace, to the commands and counsels and promises of his unmerited favor. It is able to build you up and to give you your rightful inheritance among all God has set apart all God's set-apart ones, those consecrated, purified, and transformed of soul. So the Word of God there, uh, it's the Word of His grace. Mm -hmm. And there, it's able to build you up and to give you your rightful inheritance among all God's set-apart ones. So the Word of His grace is powerful. Mm-hmm. And I, I like the definition of grace is, is where it, it strengthens you, your heart and turns it towards righteousness. Mm -hmm. And the word of God will do that yeah. by his grace. And thank we're out of time. <laughs> we're out of time. Well, oh, thank no, you, Lord, for time. your grace. 
Amen. <laughs> so be sure and let us know what kind of um, topics you'd like to talk about. We will continue on. Mm-hmm. There's, there's just a whole nother avenue of the power of the tongue. Mm-hmm. And we, we're just developing confidence in the word itself. Amen. First, we develop confidence in our role as women, the power of influence that we carry. Now we're developing confidence in the power of the Word of God. And, you know, the Word of God is powerful even if I don't believe it. Mm-hmm. I can speak it to you and it's powerful. Mm-hmm. But um, when I believe it, then it becomes life-giving. Right. Amen. It has that energy behind it. Yeah. So uh, then we're going to look at the power that comes in the tongue, build up our confidence that when we say these things, Mm -hmm. not only is the word powerful on its own, but when we say it, it becomes powerful also. Amen. Hallelujah. Change your life forever. Yes, it will. We are two testimonies here that our (laughs) lives were changed forever. Amen. And we know that so many of you have had that same transformation. Amen. (laughs) Well, we thank y'all for being with us today, whether you're with us live or... Or maybe uh, it's 12 o'clock midnight yep. at your house now on another day. <laughs> yes. But we're just glad that you join us and uh, we look Let's forward to for being back with you next week. And Father, we just lift up everyone that is hearing our voices. Thank you. And Lord. we thank you that there's breakthrough. Lord, yes. we just speak breakthrough into their lives as they listen to the power that's in your word. Yes. God. Father, that the, the system, the, the science, the kingdom of God and the way it functions and operates and how powerful that is. I pray for breakthrough in the lives of those that are hearing this, Lord. And we just thank you. We just send our blessing upon them. We proclaim the victory of the power of the blood of the lamb upon them. And Lord, that that you um, minister your grace to them and open their eyes to understand what you're saying to them. And we thank you for it, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 Bless you. Bless you. We love you. See you next week.